fellas, let me tell you something. Uh, this is an absolute fucking L, but um, it's t- it's like 9 o'clock on a school night right now, and I should be asleep, and I, I still have homework to do. So, like, if I made an intro and did my normal speaking voice from speaking really loud and clear into the microphone, then my mom would get mad at me. So, I know that's, like, really hilarious and pathetic, but you know what? It is what it is. Yesterday, I couldn't make an episode. Uh, be, because I was, it was, it was busy. You know what? I'll get into that later. Anyways, hi, welcome to this week's entry into Zoomer's Diary. Obviously guestless because you know how we roll with false advertising, but we have to open every entry like we open every other entry with some awesome news. The segment where I present all of you lovely listeners and myself with some awesome news that we definitely have time to unpack and unwind uh, in this Wonderful podcast. Guys, awesome news. So there was this balloon. I'm not sure if some of y'all have heard about this, but there was this balloon uh, that was found floating over at like 60, 65,000 feet, traveling diagonally southeast from Idaho to the Carolinas, uh, and then moved off the coast uh, of South Carolina. This balloon was a... it, It was from China. Now... Obviously, we're calling it a Chinese spy balloon. Mind you, this balloon, which was flying 60 to 65,000 feet up, was uh, 200 feet tall and was carrying a payload the size of a jetliner that weighed, and I quote, in excess of a couple thousand pounds. Now, obviously, a problem comes when, obviously, we see a balloon, we're like, oh my god, we should pop it. But a problem comes in that the sheer size of the balloon meant that shooting it down while it was still over United States territory, or at least, like, you know, the physical land, would probably be not the best idea, because, like, that shit falls and then and then it hits people. Well, uh, yeah, well, when it flew six miles off the coast of South Carolina, we then shot it down with F-22s. Uh, God bless America. Well, let me tell you, obviously China was not too pleased and was ex- uh, was expressing what is it, diplomatic and, of course, civil discontent because they said it was a civilian aircraft that flew over the United States on accident. <laughs> Oopsie. My bad. Anyways, okay, that is all for awesome news. Uh, now we move on to Pop Talk. Fellas, we have a lot to talk about in Pop Talk today because the Grammys was this Sunday. Now, did I watch it? Obviously not. I just kind of collect the leftovers and scraps from the stuff that happened that night, and then I talk about it in this podcast, so there's at least some structure. Guys, Pop Talk. First things I want to cover. Well, Beyonce, Queen B. we all know her, we all love her, all the single ladies love her. I mean, shit, all the single dudes love her. Maybe some some of the even ones that are taken love her. Anyways, Beyonce has broken the Grammy record for all-time wins, clocking in at 32 with the win of her Best Electronic Slash Dance album, uh, which brought her total of songs uh, and Grammy Awards up to 22 to 20 to 32 now of course this breaks the record of the previous winner or of the previous holder of the all-time grammy award winner which was by legendary hungarian conductor george schulte but now by breaking their record beyond this makes beyonce the all-time awards champ of the recording industry association of america and obviously salty cannot compete for that title anymore because they are dead the first time beyonce won a grammy was all the way back in 2001 
when she was still a member of Destiny's Child for the hit Say My Name. I mean, we all fucking know it. We all love it. Holy shit. That is a song to get groovy to. But she came into Sunday's awards show 22 years later with 28 wins. And then with the win of her album, Renaissance, we now bring that total up to 32. And she now breaks the record and is the record holder for total Grammy uh, wins. Now, the total of 88 nominations tied her with her husband, who we all know and most of us love, I think. I mean, listen, he he made some fucking fire. Be rapper and producer Jay-Z for the most Grammy nods of all time. Now, that also makes her tied with Kanye West. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to I'm not going to talk it about. Anyways, in other news, so yeah, Beyoncé is now officially the queen bee in the recording industry with her 32 Grammy wins. Good on her. I'm glad she's really appreciating the support from this random 15-year-old. Fucking like Beyoncé be Beyoncé whatever whatever whatever. Anyways, in other words, Viola Davis, a 57-year-old actress has earned the coveted EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, uh, with her winning a Grammy for her performance of the audiobook for her memoir, Finding Me, she has now gained the coveted EGOT status with the winning of an Emmy, which she won from her role in the 2015 How to Get Away with Murder as Annalise Keating. Uh, she also has two Tony Awards for King Hedley II and the Broadway production of Fences, which she also won Best Supporting Actress for in 2017. Uh, for her role as a housewife, Rose Maxson in 2016. So, with the winning of these four, uh, with these four titles, she has now earned the coveted status EGOT. Because of course, when she came into the Grammys, she just had the title EOT. But now she has gained the G, so that she can finally finish off that title. That sounds weird. Mm, I'm not sure about that. Now, the audiobook that she had won it with, her memoir, Finding Me, was about her life and her journey growing up in poverty in Rhode Island and her overcoming the trauma of her circumstances to then find global success in fame, such as winning the EGOT. Now, with her winning the EGOT, she now becomes the third black woman in history to achieve the honor. So for her to win it through her telling of her journey uh, and growing up in poverty and her overcoming her circumstances to get to where she is, to the level of success she is right now, is very touching and very special. In other words, uh, in, and in other news, a couple of winners for the Grammy Awards... Harry Styles' album, Harry Styles and Collaborators, uh, Harry Styles' studio album won the Grammy for Best Album, Winner Album, I don't know what the fuck it's called, in, and the, the winner of the song, uh, Just Like That, by Bonnie Wright, the winner of the New Artist category was Samara Joy, and the winner for Best Record was About Damn Time by Lizzo, which is something... I can get behind because, I mean, shit, even though, like, no matter who you are, no matter what you portray your character as, no matter who you try to be, something about that song just gets you, gets you busting a move and that shit slaps, I'm gonna be really honest. Now, other than, of course, you know, Lizzo's song, which has been on the radio a bajillion, million fucking times, have I listened to any of this other music that are in the, li the lists of winners and runner-ups, like albums, like Harry Styles' album? Like, uh, let's see, what else is there? Oh, yeah, uh, Kendrick Lamar won Best Rap Album in, for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, music video winner was All Too Well, the short film by Taylor Swift and Saul Germain. Rock album was Patient Number no. 9 by Ozzy Osbourne. I recognize him. Pop duo slash group performance Unholy by Sam Smith, Kim Petras. Listen, also a song that, uh, mm, 
some it gets me okay but uh as well on the list was i like you uh a happier song by those you can't post Malone, which i can also get behind country solo performance live forever by willie nelson metal performance degradation rules by ozzy osbourne and tony lomi iomi is that a is that a capital i i don't know uh, music film, jazz film, A New Orleans Story by F. Marshall, Sean M. Stewart, Sean M. Stewart, that's his last name, <laughs> I thought, it, Sean M., that's his middle initial, okay, we're great, oh god, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of lists here, you know what, I'm not gonna read everything, um, let's see, you know what, I'll name one more, let's see, R&B reggae album, that's also an option, um, let's do, uh, best r&b song r&b cuff it by beyonce nile rogers and tina marie uh, and the best of course being a kid in theater i'd say best musical theater album was into the woods the 2022 broadway cast recording by obviously philippe sue patina miller sarah Bareilles, and all the other members of that cast uh have i listened to like any of the songs that i just listed off or any of the albums uh, moving on, uh, something I got to talk about, my throat has been killing, I've had this, like, sharp stabbing pain in my throat, and I can feel the dangly thing, what, what's it called, the, the, clip, the, the uvula, nope, that's not, the, is it the uvula, hold up, I'm, we're going to the keyboard for this one, is it the uvula, uvula, or is, is it the uvula, yeah, the fleshy extension at the back of the soft. Fuck yeah. No, I remember that. Because in, uh, what is it, Monster House? What is it? Is that the movie? Is that the movie's called? Tim Burton? Did Tim Burton direct that one? Monster House, where the, the kids are inside the house. And they're like, see? They see the chandelier at the top of the house. And they're like, see, that must be the uvula. And then the the one fat kid is like, not, not discriminatory, obviously. It was merely a description. The one kid is like, oh, so it's a girl house. Because he's getting get confused with like, I don't know what the fuck he was. What was he confusing it with? Was was it a vulva? Was it a uvula? Nope. There's other nope. There's other words that start with a u. Anyways, shit hurts. I can feel every time I talk. I can feel my throat like vibrating really hard, and I feel like I shouldn't be vibrating that much. Um, but when your entire personality is based around talking, then you know you're kind of fucked. It's like being a runner and then getting your kneecaps broken. Like that's it's very counterintuitive. Anyways, moving on from the Grammys, talking more about sports, because obviously that's the most interesting thing you're here for. Tom Brady. Brady Tom, the coveted mega white man god, the coveted goat of the NFL, greatest of all time, with his two first names, has finally announced his retirement at the age of 45 and the 2023 NFL season with the Tampa Bay Bucks after a wallop of a performance by the Cowboys uh, during the um during the during what was it, the division round during the wild card round between the Cowboys and the Bucks where you know their kicker missed like five extra points and then they still managed to win the game because the kicker absorbed all of Brady's dark magic so that the Cowboys can then win the game has finally announced his retirement this man has been playing since this millennia started. The year 2000, he was drafted. Uh, what is it? Fifth, sixth round? Now, just to name some of this dude's stats. He Obviously, he's been playing for a long time. He's going to rack up some big stats. So, he has played in in the what is it, 22, 23 years he's played. He has played in 14 conference championships. Won 10 of them. And then won 7 of the 10 Super Bowls he has played in. He has thrown for a combined total 
of 102,614 yards. That is 102.6 football fields for my Americans out there. I say that like nobody else fits. Listen, Americans, I'm measuring, I'm measuring American terms by American terms. Now, obviously, because uh, I, I love, um, you know, everybody, uh, 102,000 yards. I decided to do the math because I'm awesome. 102,000 yards. There are nearly 59 miles in 102,000 yards. This man, over the course of his 20-something year career, has thrown over 59 miles. The distance between, like, what is it? The distance between like Tucson from the border is it is it shorter? Is it longer? I'm not sure. I don't I don't check Tucson, Arizona from the border of Mexico. This dude has thrown all the way, probably overshot it across it. Not only that, but to put it into terms that we Americans can more understand, you know, more uh, better understand, more better. Wow, holy shit! My mom just sent me a text. Close your window. Okay, I'll I will do that. Okay, give me a second. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go close my. Okay, well we have this segue. Um, I thought I'd fit in a bit of uh, ask teen, ask teen. Enrique asks, "What is one thing you were looking forward to as you grew up?" Well, let me tell you. I think this kind of this this entry is gonna kind of speak for itself in that answer. I'm looking forward to driving, and literally my entire answer uh, is related to. Uh, a, a story that I'm going to be talking about later in this entry. So Enrique, just sit tight, and then your question will answer itself. Now, of course, if you have any other questions for Ask a Teen, email us your questions at azumersdiary at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to answer no matter how stupid, silly, or serious they may be. Okay, anyways, I yep, window, that's right. Okay, I didn't even know my window was open in the first place. That's really great. Thank you, Mom, for letting me know so then the alarm didn't, you know, blow up uh, in, in our faces. What the fuck was I saying earlier? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, guys. School buses. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady has thrown the length of 10,208 school buses in yards over his career. Now, that's a lot of school buses. If a T-Rex is, like, the length of two and a half school buses, that's a lot. How many cheeseburgers is that? How many... How many cheeseburgers... We're gonna really fucking turn this shit up. How many cheeseburgers in a mile? Please tell me Google can give me this. How many burgers could fit inside the earth? Okay, well, that is not at all what I wanted to know. How many miles does it take to burn off a cheeseburger? Google gave me literally every answer but what I wanted to know. There is no way that there is there's no way that there's not an answer here where i can how many if you laid a cheeseburger end to end how many would fit in okay you know what anyways what the fuck was i saying oh yeah tom brady has thrown a lot of school buses which i had to put that in terms of school buses because uh earlier in an article that i read talking about you know the the civilian balloon that china said like accidentally flew over the united states accidentally flew over the United States was the length of two to three school buses. So I'm really glad that this possible threat to national security was described using the most stereotypical American terms. Uh, and that is, you know, school buses, which it's, it's even funnier because I know I have listeners in Europe. So this is really just not helping our case here of us being incredibly incompetent and stupid. How many calories do I burn in one mile? Dude, 
none of us you, you're not walking one mile okay just because you walk this dude probably ate like the the like eight chalupas at taco bell and he's walking one mile and he's like let's see if i can burn this off no oh god i can feel my uvula flapping it hurts so much but the grind must continue oh my goodness now that we are over with that um <laughs> sorry i'm just i'm just thinking about the fact that i was listing off all that music earlier and all that con- like pop culture media and i've listened to like probably 20 to 15 to 20 percent of it like this i listen i already ple- I already pleaded my case in an earlier entry it's because i don't have headphones if i had headphones obviously i'd be listening to that more but i don't have an outlet to listen to it but you know it's just like ah i'm just gonna pretend like i'm in the loop it's okay it's really it's really fun i need <laughs> i really need to listen to this more i feel like an absolute clown listen i'm not trying to be a poser i'm just i'm just saying that I need, I need to, I need to listen. At least I'm aware that I need to listen to it. Obviously, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, did you hear Kendrick Lamar's new album where he was like, I step up, fucking fire. I don't know. I haven't listened to the album. Like, I'm not gonna be like that. Obviously, I'm aware that I'm clowning right now. I'm, I'm being too much of a goofy goober. Listening all this, that was fucking horrible. Oh my god, that was disgusting. I apologize for that. I'm not gonna be here preaching about music that I haven't listened to. But hey, next week I will definitely get back to it. I just have to actually see what I'm actually missing out on. Anyways, let's move on from Pop Top a little bit, talking about other things. Let's talk life a bit a little bit. Fellas, uh it is I'm currently in my second semester in the sophomore year and this week we got our class request schedules. And so I, I wasn't mentally prepared to be cook picking classes for my junior year and the entire stigma that junior year is like your most important year to prep for college kind of has me a little freaked out like a lot of freaked out so the fact that I was uh, the, the week prior the last week uh, when a friend of mine told me hey we're picking our classes next week uh, that just brought the entire weight of junior year up into my face and then just like slapped me multiple times to the point where I was like I had a mini heart attack, and I'm like, oh my god, junior year is going to happen. A school year where I have my license. Oh my god, I'm going to talk about that later. But having to plan for that has kind of put my head into it, into a tizzy. Into a bit of a tizzy, uh, of course. That was stupid. Now, my entire plan is to, so where the school that I go to, we have to get three years of history done, or three years of pol- political, economic, government shit, I don't know, what is it, social studies, not social studies, is it social studies, yeah, social studies, so first off, we do world history, second off, you do US history, and third off, US history, everyone's favorite, where we blew this thing up, and then we took this thing up, and then we took this land, and we did the riveting, the most fun history to learn about, let me tell you, it's, it was it was horrible oh my god it's such it's so degrading and just eating away you're telling me we overthrew a government for fucking pineapples dude are you kidding me (laughs) doll fruit company let's go anyways then we have to third like junior year senior year you take a semester of government and a semester of economics now people usually take now summer school obviously is an option uh and i'm going to take summer school because i don't want I want to be over and get my core classes done with so then I can take more electives to show colleges, hey, these are the things I'm interested in, or even to just branch out and try new things, like whether that be stuff with mock trial, which is like a trial, uh, a class where you like pretend to be in a courtroom and you learn the laws and stuff and you go to competitions or whatever, 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 um, and you prosecute and you defend and all these things. Seems sounds really fun, but I can't take it because I don't have the elective slots because one, I took theater, which I was kind of anchored in the theater, uh, 
from like soft freshman to sophomore year because the seniors graduating were like we're gonna make you our protege and i was like oh my god that's terrifying so and then my second class was strength and conditioning now obviously strength and conditioning wasn't optional to me it was necess- entirely necessary because i want to still be able to work out while having time after school to get my work done especially when i'm taking ap classes i'm gonna have a big ap load and a big workload so i want to get my workouts done uh and have time after school so I'm not locked in my garage and then up till like 10 o'clock doing homework, which is really ironic and really funny because it is currently almost 10 o'clock that I'm recording this podcast. So basically, I've, I've lost uh, either way. And I'm going to keep taking strength and conditioning regardless because just to have that gym there is for free is, is, is great. And I really like the environment that gives me, and especially since it gives me time to work out of school and then I can have time after to do homework and lame and balls and, and stuff. Anyways, the plan. My I already picked my classes. I already put it in the student view. You know, the whole system, school-wide system. Everyone loves it. Student view, we all love it. We all love checking your grades on your Chromebook. And it takes, like, forever to load. And then the gradebook opens up. And then you're just absolutely depressed at what you see. Student view, we love you, hate it. I fucking hate student view, I swear to God. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, put in the classes in the student view. And my entire class schedule, my entire plan for junior year, my entire everything that I've already locked in and put into the system relies on me taking government and economics over the summer. Now, when we were talking, uh, if we have our first, uh, we have our English our first period, and that's when the counselors came in and started talking to us. Okay, this is how it's going to work. This is how choosing your new classes is going to work. You need this many credits, this many credits. If you're stupid, you know, the credit recovery is an option, and summer school is an option. And they said people normally only get a semester done over the summer. Now, call your boy studious, but when I heard that you could work at your own pace... And that kind of proved to be a challenge to me. Now, am I saying that, like, I'm definitely going to get the full year, both semesters done over the summer? I mean, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. No, me and a friend of mine, uh, me and a couple of friends of mine actually are going to make a study group. And we're going to knock out the whole year over the summer. Mark my words. And then how about this? If in an entry at the end of the summer where I'm coming to my junior year and I'm like, oh, my God, I only have a semester done. My entire plan is completely falling apart because I chose classes that were a year long instead of semesters long, then you guys can laugh in my face and say, haha, look at this dumbass completely basing his his future into plans, uh, into his capabilities that he does not have and completely overestimating himself. Well, you know what? I don't have to, I'm not overestimating just myself. I'm over, I'm, I'm over, overestimate uh, this throat, man. I can feel it vibrating. It's like, it's like a back massager up my esophagus that made perfect sense what was i saying oh yeah that's right it's not just me i'm overestimating uh or uh, it's not just me that i'll be overestimating it's also all of my friends and all my friends are some studious friends i'm just saying so you know i should be good if my dumbness fails if my smarts fail the 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 little smarts that i have if my smarts fail then there's a good cushion to land on there so i should be okay hey surround yourselves with smart people fellas that is that is some advice that i have to offer you because whether you're learning from them, whether you're learning from uh, their their life experiences that they they have already learned from, whether you're learning from the mistakes that they're already learning from, you can always count on smart friends to give you better life choices and to help you make better life choices. Because even at the end of the day, if you don't enjoy being there, you know that they're gonna give a, they're gonna have a right answer for you and they're gonna have a right choice for you. So. Always to make sure to have that backup. Obviously, also just make sure you have friends that you enjoy 
uh, hanging out with and spending time with. But make sure they're not stupid. There is a difference between dumb and stupid. Dumb is like everyday common sense dumb. Like you just lack common sense. I can't even think of specific examples because it's such like the little things. Like I'm going to provide a bunch of examples uh, in a little bit about me driving. But being stupid is being dumb when it actually matters. Whether it's a test, whether it's a, a, a social problem that needs to be resolved. It's a confrontation that needs to be resolved. It's a... How you present yourself in front of in front of like adults or in front of seniors or in front of people that you need to you need to respect when you're stupid where it matters you don't you don't the smarts don't show right you you show as disrespectful you make the wrong choices you make the wrong decisions you don't do well on the test whatever 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 now a lot of guys but they're not called stupid now we guys get called stupid all the time but in reality they're just dumb they're not actually stupid when it matters i know a friend uh i know a friend he's in wrestling absolute biggest doofus in the world this man can't tell a pomegranate from an apple dumbest now is that probably from the blows that he takes from hitting the mat all the time from wrestling i mean i don't it might be genetic but He's still, when I'm sitting next to him in math class, I over, I look at his paper, like, the, uh, we're doing a test, and I, you know, obviously being a good, studious classmate, look over at his paper to make sure he's doing his work, and I see he already has half the page filled up with equations that I don't even know where he started them at, so, obviously, while he's dumb in, like, everyday kind of small scenarios, like, he'll, like, be messing with a rubber band, and then it'll snap back and hit him in the neck, and then it'll be like, oh, my God, you know? Obviously, that's dumb. But when it comes to uh, scenarios where it actually matters to be smart, that's fine. So, fellas, make sure, fellas, fellas and ladies, I, I don't have to say fellas and ladies. You know, let's say, if you're an OG, I say that, like, this is, I've, always, I've been doing this for the past year. Uh, it, let's say, if you know what's, if you know, you know. Fellas is a gender-neutral term at a Zoomer's diary. Thank you. Have a good night. Actually, no, have a good night. I'm not done yet. But yeah, no, that that my, that's my whole tangent. So the plan is gonna knock out the entire year of of social studies over the summer. Which over the summer I'll be what I'll be doing. I'll be going to Disneyland. I'll be having my birthday. I'll be going places, and then I think I might be doing band camp too because the kid in theater might is probably will be going to band next year. Now, not to brag or anything. But uh, just like how I was in the Gifted Educated Minds program in sixth grade, <laughs> I was also in Honor Band. So, <laughs> no, I, I played trombone uh, for Honor Band. I would say we didn't have chairs, but I definitely would have been first chair. Uh, I made it to state Honor Band. Uh, the instrument was just really easy to me, and I really like playing it. So, I it has been three years since I played. So, we're going to see how this goes, and we're going to see if I can just audition to the, the band level immediately. Now... Am I going to be entirely confident? Am I going to be entirely real and say that I'm not really that confident in my abilities? Probably. Here's the thing, though. It was really easy to me before. It can't be that hard now, right? My uncle tells me, he's like, it's a whole other world, high school band. You're out there rehearsing till 7.30, 8.30 at night. You got to get the marchings down. It's always reset, reset, reset. You have to be snapping with the movements. Get the notes right. Obviously, does that dissuade me from doing it? Uh, Not really, because, you know... I don't think it's going to be that bad. But here's the thing. I have people. I have friends in band. I know everybody in band. Mostly everybody in band. Um, and they seem like pretty chill people. They seem like relatively chill people. At least the people that I don't know. And if it is bad, they will tell me. Now, they haven't really fully thrown it at my face and be like, this is going to suck. But that is probably because they don't want to scare me off. 
uh, I'm sure it's horrible. I have people that like will leave me undelivered for three hours after school, three hours after school. And I'm like, I, I know it's because they're at practice. So the sun will have already set. It's dark. I'm laying in bed and then, but ding, sorry, I was at practice. I was like, holy fucking shit. It's 30 degrees out right now. And the moon is shining its whole ass. I think it'll be fine. Trauma was easy for me then. It can't be that hard now, right? This whole ep- this whole entry has just been me preparing to eat my own words in the future. But you know what? We're going to see how it goes. This is the purpose. This is the purpose of it. It's, it's as much of a talk show as it is a documentary of, of, of this, of my experience here. I will not just sit here and exist. We're going to see what happens. Um, fellas. Do I got something to talk about today? Now, I talked about this to a friend earlier who thought that my voice was soothing, but because I didn't, I wasn't going to have an episode out Sunday, I already told them the story so that they could just, you know, listen to my voice, listen to my wonderful, awesome voice that's about to snap in half and, and break and be horrible because my my uvula is, is hurting real bad. Oh, God, it hurts so much. It's fine. Oh, I probably need water. So I already said the story in in multiple Instagram messages, <laughs> Instagram voice messages. I have been driving a lot more, driving my 2014, my going to be 2014 Hyundai Veloster Turbo. They don't make the cars anymore. They instead make the Elantras, which look a lot stupider and a lot more like NPC cars. Um, now, obviously, my parents, I'm not 16 yet. I don't have my license yet. I do have my permit, though, so I've been driving around more and getting used to the car. This car... I have wanted since I was like eight years old. I was there when my mom got the car at the dealership, was trying out going into the Challenger, going into the Mustang, going into the Camaro and being like, there's no back seat. She doesn't sound like that. She'd kill me if she heard that. There's no back seat space and I have a child. So we're going to go with this car. It was this sporty hatchback. Pearl white, because of course she picked the most expensive paint that I'm now going to have to deal with. It costs like $5,000 to repaint because thank you, mother. Three-door hatchback because it was a street illegal, street illegal, street illegal car made illegal because, you know, you just have to, all you have to do is just slap another door on it and then you're good. I was there. I was there in my, in my short four foot self. I remember everything shorter. That's the whole, that's the thing though. Like part of growing up is sometimes if you're not in a, an area that where you were shorter for a long time. Does this make sense? Hold up. Let me restart. If you grew up somewhere, right, and then you leave for a while, and then you grow, and then you come back, you're like, you see everything in a whole new perspective, right? You see everything because you're taller. You're like, oh, my God, look at these counters. Look how far the sink is from my hand now. Anyways, that was a big that was the sidetrack. Um, the car. So when my, when my stepdad came into my life five years ago, he used the the Veloster to get to go to work, right? It's a very fuel efficient car, very speedy, very snappy. Get Go to work, come back, whatever. But now, since I'm going to soon get the car, uh, they're going to have to get another car for him to take to work. Now, there have been talks, there have been some discussions. Now, these will only be talks because they will not come true. That I'm going to get whatever new car they get. And then my stepdad will keep the Veloster. And I remind them, I'm like, guys... My my desire to have that car has been here longer than your guys' marriage. So, I, please, please give me the car. <laughs> please, please give me. They were looking at uh, car dealerships, uh, and they were, like, like looking through the different cars. They were looking at, like, they were going to get me a Kia Soul to control my dating life. They were going to give me, like, 
uh, Nissan Altima, Toyota Corolla, and PC cars, right? And I'm like, guys, please give me the used 2014 car with the broken bumper. Please, God, don't do this to me. God, controlling my dating life. They said they were going to get me a car with no space. What, 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 what would I do with a car with space? Fuck, horrible, heinous, even, diabolical. I would, I, w- I would never... They also won't let me drive the minivan because there's too much space in it. Anyways, uh, I have been driving it around a lot more. Much to the, uh, the, the the dissuay. That is not a word. The dismay. There we go. Uh, the dismay of my mother, who obviously, as most mothers are, super stressed out about their child driving and are the worst backseat drivers ever. I'll be going up to like a stoplight and she'll be like, Brake. 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 I'm like, Mom, I have 200 feet to the red light. Please chill the F out. And she'll be, like, yelling at me to make a left turn. I'm like, I don't know why you're yelling at me. I know where to go. Please stop being like... It's fine. It, I totally understand. If I was driving with my child, uh, my my reckless and quite suspicious child, I would definitely be stressed out, too. I drove uh, a lot this this Sunday uh, with my mom. I... What, what, let's see. Where do we go to? Well, to start... Obviously, she did not want me driving. I my my sheer force of will though made it so that I would I was the one driving. Um, I'm just lying. My my force of will is not strong enough to overcome her. She's my mother. Ooh, voice crack. She's my mother. It's fine. Uh, oh yeah, I was taking her to get her ring fixed at, at the mall, so she had her ring cleaned. Her ring, by the way, her wedding ring, is like the most bedazzled little trinket of shit ever, and. It has been, like, upgraded over the past five years. Like, it was some, like, gear piece of gear in an MMO. Like, it has gradually gotten fatter and fatter and fatter over the years. And I don't know if that's, like, rep- representing anything. I don't know if that's representing the bount- bountifulness of the marriage. I don't know if I'm about to say something that's going to get me smacked in-, in due time when she listens to this. Anyways, she got it cleaned, and with the bajillion jewels on it, sometimes stuff can fall out. Well, when she got it cleaned, the machine that cleans the rings just, like, fucking ate one of the diamonds. (laughs) So she noticed it the day of. She noticed it Saturday night, and she was like, well, I'm not going to go get it cleaned now, so I'll just go in tomorrow. And I was like, okay, that's awesome. I'll definitely not go there. Well, come Sunday, I'm ready to drive, and I'm ready to leave, because let me tell you, when you live in an environment and in a society, in a society that's so dramatic, we live in a society. When you live and you grow up in an environment where, like, you need to rely on your parents to give you rides, and you need to rely on people older than you to give you rides, and you literally cannot accomplish anything and not get anywhere if you don't have a car. Let me tell you, you are very eager to drive and very eager to have a license. Like, you're telling me that if I have to go somewhere, I can just go there whenever, and that. I can just, like, drive back, and if I need to get something done, I can just drive there. Like, my, I have a good friend of mine, the, the wrestler that I know, the, the, the kid I called, or the, the man I called, man, boy, whatever, uh, my, my friend, he told me how he just, like, drove to the movie theater and watched the movie by himself. I'm like, people were like, oh, my God, it's so sad. I'm like, no, that's fucking awesome. Like, you can just do that? You can just drive? That's why I'm so excited to get my license. I could just go to the fries and then get a cake and then come back. And then I'm, I'm good. But anyways, I have to drive her to the mall. We're good. She won't let me take the freeway because she was like, Mijo, I have avoided semis this long. I'm not going to get taken out by one now. Now, obviously, I drive a hatchback. We're, we're, the car is a tiny hatchback. Not tiny. It's medium. Medium hatchback. 
the semi-truck will definitely win. <laughs> and we will, we will probably not survive. But I'm not going to get hit by a semi-truck in the first place. It's fine. Still, one thing me and my mom agreed on, though, uh, was that fuck semi-trucks. We're pulling out of the driveway, pulling out of the neighborhood. Um, the first thing I kind of noticed was that I'm a good driver when my head's fully in the game. But if I'm mildly distracted, I will forget the little things. Such as when you're making a left turn into a street. Then where there a car is making a right turn into the street that you're making the left turn from. If you're not looking, if you're just looking to the lane of oncoming traffic closest to you and you're not looking at the middle lane where people are turning going to make that uh, that left turn uh, into the street you're in sometimes that can lead to a collision in the middle of the street because you're not paying attention well i stop uh, my mom obviously hates me making left turns because she was like oh no just make a right turn and make a u-turn i'm like you want me to make a u-turn instead of a left turn are you fucking crazy I go to the middle lane about to make the left turn i look to the closest lane of oncoming traffic i'm good i'm like okay i'm good to go and I start to go, oh yeah, also with the stop sign before then, I hit the, I thought I put my foot on the brake, but I put my foot on the accelerator and like sped forward. It's fine. I'm a good driver. I swear to God. I look to the lane of oncoming traffic. I'm like, okay, we're good. And I go forward and my mom's like, wait. And I'm like, what? And I look to the middle of like where the, where the turning, like where you can wait uh, in the middle of the street. And there is a car turning inward. And if I had gone forward, I would have gone right into the thing. So yeah. When I'm, when I'm fully focused in, I'm good. But when I'm a little distracted, it's fine. Um, but anyways, I make the middle turn, make the left turn. It's fine. We survive. We're good. And about five minutes down the street, we're about to get to the uh, the entrance or the exit to where the freeway is. Or where you can either take the freeway, the frontage, uh, the frontage road, or the just going down the street that we live in. And I notice on the dashboard, obviously, I'm checking my speed. It's a 40. I'm going, I'm debating I'm not going to say anything incriminating here. Uh, I'm debating going like 50, but it's fine. I'm looking at the speedometer, and I noticed on the dashboard, there was a light. There was a red light that says brake. Now, I don't know. I know there are a lot of lights on the dashboard. I don't know what fucking any of it means. <laughs> They're all hieroglyphics to me because I never have to pay attention to them. I'm sitting in the back seat or in the passenger seat. I don't have to pay attention. I'm like either sleeping or on my phone. So I see this red light and I'm like, hey, mom, there's this red light that says break. Uh, what is what does that mean? And she looks at me like I just left the stove on and then lit a match. Turns out. When the parking brake is, is on, is up, whatever, the lever, uh, if you don't put it down all the way, then the brake pads are still hitting the tires so I didn't put the brake down all the way when I was backing out of my driveway. So the light was on and I was burning the brake pads. Anyways, we made it to the mall. We survived. We got into the parking lot. Now, I haven't been I hadn't driven in a parking lot like ever. So I didn't realize how much I needed to focus when I made a turn or I was going straight and a car nearly sped up and hit me in the front bumper because he was like driving through a parking spot like an asshole. And then also there's like children walking around and there's like old people. There was this couple like making out in the middle of the street. I was about to run them over. Not because I'm single or anything, but just because you're in the middle of the street. It's because it listen, Valentine's Day is coming up. It's rough, man. Uh, there was also this like baby stroller and I'm like, oh my God, this is horrible. Look at the baby stroller. And my mom was like, oh, it's empty. I'm like, okay, great. So I turned the wheel towards it. Obviously that was not fully, there was no movement too much. I still got slapped, but, um, I go get the parking spot. We're great. My mom goes down. 
waits uh, gets gets her rings fist ring gets her, gets her ring fist nice gets her ring fixed i'm waiting in the car it's like 80 degrees i'm in my hoodie and, and i'm absolutely cooked so i'm just like leaving the door open waiting cuz i don't want to leave the car on because i didn't want like the battery to die and then she'd get mad at me cuz i know my friends that has happened to my friends before but anyways she gets the rings fixed or the ring fixed we're good Ring fixed, diamond popped back in, the gold is eroded, I don't really care, it's, you know what, that ring, she shouldn't have gotten such a fucking crazy bedazzled ring, and my mom looks at me, she's like, do you want to go get boba, or like boba tea, I'm like, well, excuse me, it's more driving, so sure, so we back out of the parking lot, we go, we head down to the boba place that's near us, I quote unquote near us, it's still like a 20 minute drive, and we go to the boba place, we stop, in, we get, I park, like, like a genius, obviously, fucking in the lines, I actually ate one of the other parking spots, but it's fine, I fixed myself later, and I park, and I, and I, I put it in park, and then I just, like, got out of the car, <laughs> I got out of the car without turning it off, and without grabbing the keys, I just kind of opened the door and left, and if my mom hadn't been there, I would have just left it there. <laughs> well, it's I would have I might as I should have just like put a sticker on it that said "steal me." No, it's because I'm not used to having to like do the the after after parking chores, right? I'm not used to having to do that. I'm not used to having to grab the keys. I'm not used to having to hit the button to turn the car off because I'm not driving. So obviously it was a learning experience. But so that was that was great. We get the boba. We go back inside, in, inside the car. I'm starting it up, whatever. My mom's like, you are not drinking the boba while you're driving because you are not smart enough for that. I'm like, okay, thanks, mom. And <laughs> I start to pull out of the parking spot. Now, I put it in reverse. I, I push the button. It's a, it's a button start, button car, whatever. I push, push, the bu- push the car on, and I put it in reverse, and I start to back out. And I notice that the wheel is oddly stiff when turning it. And I don't know why, like, I'm trying to, like, turn the opposite direction so I can pull out of the parking spot. But for some reason, it's not happening. And I'm like, Mom, why is why is this wheel so stiff? And she goes, did you turn the car on? I'm like, well, yes, did you turn, well, yeah, of course I fucking turned the car on. Look at all the, look at all the lights. Look at all the, the, the rear view cameras open. Why would it, why would it be going if the car is not on? She's like, did you turn the engine on? And I was like, wait, I can turn, I, so I hit the brake and I push the button. Turns out I didn't even turn the fucking engine on, so that was great. I I did, I was dumbfounded though. I'm like, why does the car go even if the engine's not on? That's just stupid. So yeah, I was like, why is the wheel stiff? The car wasn't on. That's why the wheel was stiff. And then I was like backing out super slowly because I thought I was gonna hit a curb and that, that I couldn't see. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I don't want to hit the curb. And she was like, look at the rear view camera. Is there a curb right there? Well, I forgot there was a rear view, so then we were dying laughing as we were pulling out of the parking spot, so that was great. Then, going home on the frontage, there was another, there was nothing, another thing, though, I want to say is that, like, I don't have driving anxiety, I'm perfectly comfortable in driving, but I just think everybody else is going to kill me, like, if I, if I'm driving down a street and I see somebody on a stop, stop sign, or I see somebody about to make a right turn or a left turn when I have the right of way, I think they're going to make the stupid decision and they're going to turn. So I always cuss them out, either in my head or so much in my head to the point where it's out loud. I see a car coming up to a turn. I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare. I'll fucking kill you. I swear to God. Obviously, when it's, you know, uh, like a like a giant 
Ford F-150, I will not be the one killing. Uh, they will be killing me because I'll smash into their car like a pancake. But I don't know why. I just can't get over that anxiety because I feel like the second I let my guard down, someone's going to make a stupid turn that I will obviously not be on phone for. But anyways, we're going on the frontage because my mom still won't let me take uh, the freeway, even though it was empty. It was fine, but there were like 80 semis. So whatever. I can handle the semis. Okay. This is, you know, when I said that this entry was the episode where I'm setting up me eating my words in the future, I really hope that that's not one of the things I eat in, in the future. Does that make sense? I eat in the future. Anyways, I'm going to the frontage and we start to go up to my exit, right? We start to approach the on-ramp where the frontage and the on-ramp merge into my road and there's a sign that says yield i'm like okay yield the oncoming traffic i got this there's a minivan coming up from the off-ramp i see it on my mirror so i yield or i just i slightly slow down and the minivan goes in front of me great my mom didn't even see the minivan i was i was i felt so proud of myself i was great i'm like look at that insane skill in driving and we keep going behind the minivan and i check my mirror again and i see a shadow in my mirror, right in my blind spot, like there is a car currently merging on the off-ramp, and we're about to get hit. Now, to say I didn't suffer a mini heart attack looking into my mirror uh, would be obviously a lie, and to say my mom didn't completely freak out and get a stomach ulcer would also be a complete lie. In fact, it would be an understatement. I turned to look at her, and she was gripping the help me bar. We don't know the help me bar, right? She was gripping the help me bar like it was going to save her in our tiny ass hatchback against whatever oncoming traffic was coming. So I see the shadow. It looks like there's a car coming out from the back, like left corner of the car. Turns out it was it was the shadow of a fucking semi truck from the freeway that was being cast onto the off ramp. So there was no car. It was a shadow. So that was awesome. But at the end of it, me and my mom were looking at each other like, fuck semi-trucks. Oh, my God. Definitely did not scare the shit out of any uh, any of us. But, I mean, we made it home safe anyways. It was fine. Um, so, yeah, but that was fun. No, but being able to drive more, I, I'm, I cannot wait. I'm absolutely ready to be a responsible driver and definitely not use the space and the vehicle given to me for any nefarious or devious purposes. Anyways... My throat is dying. It's 10 o'clock on a school night. Uh, I have made my entry into Wizardverse Diary. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm about to die saying this outro. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. And catch us next week when we can once again make our own promises. Anyways, I got a whole bunch of time, so... Uh...